0: Christmas Tallahassee you're listening to 94.1 Wave and this is Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ with Servant Marcia saying Escape to Heaven. And today I'm going to put a twist on it. I'm going to say Escape to Christmas to your new birth in Jesus. You know, that's Christmas is uh, about the birth of Jesus. And that is something that I don't think we really know a lot about as much as we think we do. So today, if it's okay with I'm going to talk about the birth of Jesus and then we're going to look at our birth as well what is it about this new birth what is it about Jesus that made him so unique and so special so let's look at the new birth but first let's look at Jesus if we were to go to Matthew The first chapter, starting at the first verse, it says, The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Now, Abraham begot Isaac, and the word begot means that Isaac came from Abraham loins, okay? And Isaac begot Jacob. Jacob begot Judah and his brothers, the twelve tribes. Uh, Judah begot Perez and Sarah by Tamar. And Perez begot Hezron. Hezron begot Ram. Ram begot Amminadab. Amminadab begot Nashon. Nashon begot Salmon. Salmon begot Boaz by Rahab. And remember, Rahab was considered a woman of the night. And, uh Boaz begot Obed by Ruth, who was a priestess, a Moabite. Uh, Obed begot Jesse. Jesse begot David, the king, who begot Solomon by, um, what was her name, the wife of Uriah, Sheba, I believe. But anyway... The wife of Uriah. Solomon begot Rehoboam. Rehoboam begot Abijah. Abijah begot Azar. Azar begot Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat begot Uram. Uram begot Uzziah. In the day that Uzziah died, that's what Isaiah said. Then I saw the Lord. Uzziah begot Jotham. Jotham begot Ahaz. Ahaz and Ahaz begot Hezekiah. Hezekiah begot Manasseh, Manasseh begot Amon. Amon begot Josiah. Josiah begot Jeconiah. Uh, and that's when they went to Babylon. Uh, Jeconiah begot Shelthiel. And Shelthiel begot Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel begot Amuad. Amuad begot Eliakim. And Eliakim begot Azor. Azor begot Zadok. Zadok begot Achim. Achim begot. Eluad, Eluad begot Eleazar, Eleazar begot Mathan, Mathan begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. I'm going to talk about that, but before I talk about it, I'm going to read the 17th verse. So all the generations from Abraham to David were 14 generations from David until the captivity of Babylon were 14 generations from the captivity in Babylon until Christ was 14 generations. There were 42 generations from Abraham to the birth of Christ of Jesus Christ. And one thing I noticed is that Abraham begot Isaac and Isaac begot Jacob. And Jacob begot the tribes that became the Israelites. And then when we go to the very last section of uh, Jesus Christ's genealogy, it says Jacob, another Jacob, begot Joseph, the husband of Mary. It's just funny how at the beginning there's Jacob and at the end there's Jacob. And so let's go look at another genealogy of Jesus Christ. And that's over in Luke the third chapter, starting at the 23rd verse. There's a reason why I'm reading to you today how did Jesus get on this planet. Starting at the 23rd verse, um, he is the son of Joseph. And remember, Joseph was not actually his father. He was he was really his stepfather, the son of Heli, the son of Methah, the son of Levi, the son of Melchi, the son of Jonah, the son of Joseph, the son of Matthiah, the son of Amos, the son of Nahum, the son of Isli, the son of Naqaiah, the son of Maath, the son of Mattania, the son of Simei, the son of Joseph, the son of Judah, the son of Johannes, the son of Reza, the son of Zerubbabel, the son of Shalthiah, the son of Neri the son of Melchi, the son of Edie. We go all the way down until we get to the son of Noah, because of Shem, the son of Lamech, the son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, the son of Jerad, the son of Mahalelel, the son of Canaan, the son of Enosh, the son of Zeth, the son of Adam, the son of God. So, Jesus' genealogy goes back to the Son of God. And if we um, look at how this came through, really, the bloodline is coming from the Father. So, Jesus' Father is really... God, the creator of heaven and earth. The son of Enosh, the son of Zeth, the son of Adam, the son of God. He was not the son of a mortal man. Over in Genesis, the third chapter, when God, the father, the creator, was dealing with the fact that Adam and Eve had eaten from the tree, that he told them not to eat of after being tricked by the serpent. And the Lord said, where are you? And they said, well, we heard you and we hid ourselves because we're naked. He said, well, who told you you were naked? And um, he said, have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? He said, well, the woman you gave me, you know, she she gave me of the tree and I ate. And the Lord went all the way down and figured out that it was actually the serpent that tricked the woman. And he cursed the serpent that he would, on his belly he would go, he would eat dust all the days of his life. And to the woman he said, and I will put enmity, he's talking to the serpent, between you and the woman, and between your seed serpent and her seed So her seed is Jesus. That is so unusual because normally our lineage is determined through our father or our seed comes from our father. But here he's saying the woman's seed. So how could that be? So I think we need to go back to the word of God. And I'm thinking maybe we should go to Isaiah, the ninth chapter, to look at another prophetic word by the prophet Isaiah, because he said that a child would be born, a son would be given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. So a a son is promised to the earth. And that perfected word follows along with God's prophetic word, where he said that the woman's seed would overcome the serpent's seed. Going back to Luke, the first chapter, and we're just reading the Bible to get a little bit more understanding about the birth of Jesus. So Luke, the first chapter, verse 26 talks about how the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin, meaning a woman who has not been with a man, betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, which we know in the genealogy, Joseph served as the father on earth to Jesus of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. Having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled and considered what manner of greeting is this. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and he shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and will be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. To me, this is the fulfillment actually happening in Luke that the prophet Isaiah spoke about thousands of years before this event actually takes place. And Mary said to the angel, well, how can this be since I have not known a man? I do not know a man. And the angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Let's talk about that because the Father, God the Father, prophesied and said that He would put enmity between the serpent seed and the seed of the woman. And then we saw the prophetic word of Isaiah speaking about a son will be born. And now the angel Gabriel is saying this son will come through the virgin Mary. And that means the father of Mary's child is not an earthly man, but instead the Holy Spirit. The power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that holy one who is to be born will be called the son of God let's go to um, and, and he ended it by saying because with God nothing will be impossible before this could really happen or can manifest in the realm of earth or in the earth environment Mary had to do her part verse 38 says then Mary said behold the maid servant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Mary agreed with the angel that the word that God sent through Gabriel, the angel, she agreed with it. She didn't understand how it could happen, but she still agreed. And once she agreed, that released the event to be able to occur not just in the spirit realm but actually on earth Amen Matthew back to the first chapter starting at the 18th verse says now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows after his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph before they came together and consummated the marriage she was found with child of the Holy Spirit she's pregnant but by the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not wanting to make a public example, was minded to put her away secretly, but while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that Which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth the Son, and you shall call his name Jesus, Yeshua. Why? For he will save his people from their sins. So, all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, and that would be the prophet. Uh, Isaiah, and that's what he said. He said, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Now Joseph, being aroused from his sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and took Mary to be his wife. And he did not know her. He did not experience her physically until she brought forth her firstborn son of the Holy Spirit and they called his name Jesus. Amen. I thought that was very important for us to have an appreciation of the meticulous detail that the creator went through to bring Jesus, to have Jesus born upon this earth. I do realize that when Jesus was on the earth and Nicodemus went to him at night and said, how are you able to do all these things? I don't understand. We know you're a man of God, but how are you doing this? And um, Jesus spoke to him and said, you must. First of all, he was kind of surprised that he did not know that, These things that were being done by Jesus were spiritual. And so, uh, but he still gave him the answer. He said, um, John, the third chapter, and it would say, um, Jesus answered and said to him, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, He cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, he doesn't mean see it with your eyesight. He means see it with your spiritual sight, meaning that you really cannot understand, know, appreciate, or acknowledge, or even be aware that there is a kingdom of the creator. That's what he means. You have to be born again, your spirit. You have to have a new spirit, not the spirit that you were born with earthly through your mother and father. And then he said, unless one is born of water and the Holy Spirit, he cannot even enter into the kingdom of God. Why? Because that which is born of the flesh is flesh. But that which is born of the Holy Spirit is spirit. So we must be born again. Jesus uh, over in John, the first chapter, lets us know that in the beginning was the word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. This is in John, the first chapter. I'm turning the Bible as I'm speaking with you. And also in John, the first chapter, it lets us know that um, the world didn't know him. Uh, that See, he came to his own. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. Okay? He came to his own and his own did not receive him. But as many as received Jesus, okay, to them he gave the right, the power, the authority to become children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. Amen, somebody. I'm starting to get this. What what are we getting? We're getting that Jesus Himself He was He already existed forever. Okay? In the beginning, whatever that means. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. Okay? And so Jesus is also the Word. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. When? When he was born again. So even Jesus was born again in the realm of the flesh. Now you and I, we have, we already flesh being, we already have our mother and father uh, DNA, but in order for us to be reconciled unto the Father, to become his children again, not just his creation, we must be born again, just like Jesus said. So, uh, none of us can escape it. Jesus couldn't escape it. He had to be born again of the flesh. Now, you and I, we have to be born again of the Holy Spirit. And that way, we will become what? Children of God. Over in Romans, the eight chapters, as I believe at the 14th verse or something like that. Yeah, there it is. For as many... As are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons and daughters, the children of God. What is so important about that word birth? You know, birth means new. Birth means uh, exists new in a in, in a whole new situation. When children come out of the birth channel, yes, they they existed. As a spirit, before they become flesh, they existed somewhere. But they came from the breath of God. That's where they came from, all of us. But now we we become uh, a flesh being, and we're birth as little children. And so um, birth means that it's new, and that's you and I. You and I, we we have to have that new birth that Jesus talked about. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage, again to fear, but instead you received the spirit of adoption, when we're born again, by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. See, when we're born again of the flesh, we recognize that the Creator Father, the Creator God is our Father. So the spirit himself bears witness with our own spirit that we are his children. And if we're his children, then we're his heirs and we're heirs of God and we're joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Amen. I hope you're getting this. I am so excited because I want you to know that the whole world is waiting For you and I to come to the fullness and the recognition and the revelation of and the manifestation of our new birth. We a lot of us think that the new birth is when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. I truly believe that's just the first step of the new birth. Because there is a process of, of becoming, a process of going from glory to glory, a process of revelation. Like what does it mean to be a child of the living God? What does that mean? How does I how do I become that? And so therefore, the entire creation was subjected, and not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. See, the children of God walk with the spirit of liberty. They walk with the spirit of the adoption of of the creator as their father. So Jesus came to the earth. He was born through the lineage. uh, But the lineage of who? Of Adam of Zeth, of the son. Adam was the son of God. Therefore, Jesus was not through Joseph naturally, and he did come out of Mary's body. And so God prophesied that this would happen, something unusual, something that's not what we would call natural. See, Jesus was a supernatural bird. And you being born again in the spirit, like Jesus said, uh, verily, verily, I say unto thee, you must be born again. That's a supernatural birth. And that supernatural birth brings uh, supernatural abilities. (laughs) You say, what do I mean? The power to overcome sin. And what is sin? Separation from God. That can only come to you through that power can only be yours through the new birth. Amen. So creation itself will be delivered from the bondage of corruption. Um, The whole creation groans and labors and that's what we're seeing now, the birth pains. So those of us that have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you know that you're a child of the living King, you need to be watching with your spiritual eye what's going on today. And we'll see that creation, the world, is groaning. Why? As as Jesus said over there in Matthew, the 24th chapter, he talked about how, um, as it was, in the days of Noah, so shall it be when he returns. And then he gave us uh, some information. He said, "Hey, don't, don't, don't trip out because what? This is just the beginning of sorrows. This is the birth pains of of what's going to come. So creation is groaning for you and I to be manifested." And I'm here to tell you, even though the world looks like everything's going down and it's crazy and there's no hope, there is hope because of you. Because the birth of Jesus is also the birth of the Holy Spirit in you. The fact that you can receive the Holy Spirit is because Jesus Christ himself was born again on this earth. Amen. And so now you must be born again. Let's go into prayer. Father God, I pray right now, Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your son, Jesus. I thank you for the plan, God, that you created even before the foundation of the world. Lord, I thank you for Radio Land. I thank you for all of us that are having a Merry Christmas. But God, I don't want us to miss the point that it's all about being reconciled back to you the gospel, the good news, Lord, that we can be received and back into your arms, back into your bosom, walking and right standing with you, representing you on the earth as ambassadors from the kingdom of heaven, Lord, living in the kingdom of God while we're on earth. Father, we're escaping, Lord, but God, we're escaping to your kingdom. I ask you, Lord, for empowerment, empowerment for your people, Lord, joy peace, righteousness God right standing with you in Jesus mighty name I pray let it be done. Merry Christmas everyone. I love you. I love you but God the Father Jesus the Holy Spirit they love you so much more and they've proven it because Jesus was born. God bless you can't wait to see you next time bye. Merry Christmas bye. Anybody wanna see you love once? Hmm, yeah.